bing bing bong action. I feel like I need something like that. Like a, like a, oh, that's what I'm missing. Coffee. Something. This is the only day of the week I ever made coffee. This is the day. The and only day. This is the time. 10.04. You better hurry up. You got one minute. We have to start at 9.25, yeah. and we're not waiting that long. No. Might Why do you think we have not started? <laughs> Any ideas? Because we started a minute ago. At 9.05. At 10.04. Oh, so. We should do, when we do the gaming podcast, we should do the recording. We should talk to them. No, tell them. We haven't started yet. No, no, we've we have been on the startage. Trust me, I'm you know me in editing. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you but I got my filmora to work, people, so look out. Stuff's coming. Mm-hmm. hmm hmm A fact here. <laughs> I know. I can do the like lightning coming out of your fingers thing. I can do all kinds of stuff now that my Filmora 9 is working. Yeah. <laughs> and Filmora's got a pro now. What's different between the Apparently pro and the a lot nine? of different. Really? Yes. Between the pro and the nine? Yes. Well, I couldn't get the nine to work. Well it kept crashing on me. It works on mine and I guess what? Guess what? <coughs> the 
effect here. Amen, amen. Coffee. Coffee. We should. Do, we got to do that TV coffee drink thing. <laughs> that thing that Gibbs. Gibbs, not Gibbs. Yeah. Yeah. Leroy Jethro. He drinks and he can make it look like he's drinking when he's not drinking. There's a there's a scene somewhere in the early early on on NCIS where he he does that and and it's because they're in a bar. And he needs to look like he's drinking in the bar, but he can't get drunk because they're surveilling somebody or something like that. And, and, uh, uh, what's his name? Bull? Tony? Tony is all like, oh my God, how do you do that? Because he was like starting to get a little kind of like tipsy or whatever. And he's just like, how do you do that? How do you look like you're drinking when you're not drinking? He's in the hot water too, you know. Tony is? Or Gibbs? Tony. Oh, yeah. He's in hot water, too. Why would it happen to him? The, the whole sexual uh, harassment thing, man. I'm telling you. I'm, it's getting to the point now, and it's been to this point in the business world. So out in the real world, away from Hollywood, it's been this way for a long time where you just couldn't say things. Like every, any little thing that anyone could could take the right way or the wrong way could land you in hot water with HR, right? Yep. That's been that way since the 90s. And that's why I don't get this whole thing. But okay, it's been that way for a long time. But now, it's hitting Hollywood and people that are in front of the camera a ton. Yeah. And that is just amazing to me because they're... For the most part, the people behind the camera are all essentially business people. Mm-hmm. Minus the maybe, if you want to call directors, cinematographers, if, you, if you're calling them artists, like they're part of the front of the camera people. Behind them is all business people that have business norms or should have had business norms that were the same as everybody else in all business around the United States. Why were they different? Like, why were they behaving differently at the same time? But I was getting all of this training and, you know, you're talking like 2000s and 90s. In the 90s, like my first job, I was 16 and we had that. You're getting this training on on being culturally aware. You're getting training on on, uh, sexual harassment. You're getting training on um, diversity training. You know, you're getting all these different training. Why was that not happening in Hollywood? I don't, I'm sure that all of these people had jobs before Hollywood. Well, they yeah, all know exactly. the information, but Hollywood allowed the behavior. I don't. I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't understand why it's happening now. The way it's happening now. I get that the spotlight is there, but hello, Hollywood spotlight's always there. They're always seen. They're always being seen. So, I don't know. It's weird. What did you do to the camera? I opened the monitor on the back because the sensor is on the other side of that panel and you see how the sensor is getting very hot. And so what I want to do is dissipate some heat because if the ca- even though the screen is not on, it's just closed. It's like a closed door. It's holding, it's trapping. trapping the heat. So... That seemed to work out well last week. You know that video you haven't seen yet. Because uh, <laughs> I haven't edited it yet. And it hasn't gone up yet. It's been a, it's been a busy week. One day. Oh man, please. We have a backlog that's just psycho. 
Oh, because this I'm still podcast has a ton of backlog. The um, the Gamers. game chat goes up every week, for the most part. I think I'm only a week behind on that one. It's very difficult, people. The struggle is real. <laughs> and then I've got exams to grade today, so. I've got to do my grade book today. Yeah, no. All right. And my attendance log. Do you have anything? Because you know it's coming. Do you have anything? No. You don't have anything you want to get out there right now before the mommy, like, turns into crazy lady and starts, like, like crazy witchy voice and all that. I do not have the, a witchy The giant mole will begin to grow in her nose and the... She'll start looking like that lady from Wizard of Oz. I'm not wicked. You know what's funny? That lady was like really ugly when she was just riding the bike through the in the black and white portions of Wizard of Oz. You got nothing. All my stuff is game related. All game related, so that's in the next hour. Um So I don't think I have anything um all that pressing. Should we just Give her the center chair and walk away. We could. Do could not. just be behind the camera? I could be the disembodied voice. No. Be the disembodied I could just sit over there and play games but be a disembodied voice at the same time. I could do my, my, play my Subnautica. Which is not really worth playing anymore no. because there's not a whole lot to do. Well, come on Karen, give it up. We'll sit here and drink coffee and look at the timer and, and you can, you can, you have the table. I'll go get a Pop-Tart. Oh, oh my god, you're gonna get a Pop-Tart? Wait, you're gonna eat on camera? That's yes, not, that's not cute. That's, he's gonna rant. So. Know, I'm that's not, not gonna rant. That's not cute though, for real. I'm gonna have a conversation with you. How about, how about you just eat your Pop-Tart in there? Because they don't wanna see that. Okay, Karen, move yourself over a little bit. Move this baby chair out of the way. Okay. So, every single morning... Pop-Tart. We want we listen to the BBC Global News podcast every morning. And displays. Eat your pop tart. Take your pop tart sounds away. We got we have microphones everywhere. We don't you need your pop tart. We don't need your pop tart sounds. You're in a microphone. No, you're like doing this in the microphone. Is this is this ASMR? No, it is not ASMR. <laughs> I saw a uh, potato jet was sitting there and he was doing that. Put the guy's beard next to his microphone, and they were talking about sound and microphones. And he was going doing like this, and he was like, "I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this." <laughs> we don't need ASMR in our podcast. That's not what we do. It's all we crap it. We do coffee, didn't she? Because this is coffee chat. Yeah, but she did one that was a commercial. Right. She. It was. I think it was a commercial for like beer or soda. It was some sort of drink, but she was whispering, and there were like two microphones pointed at her. Similar to these mics, and she got the really nice pouring sound, but then she's like whispering, and it's super weird. Yeah, it was very. I don't remember what it was for though. It was for some drink. Oh dear God! That's a long pour. <laughs> it's my first coffee of the day. Okay, so back to it. Um, every morning we listen to the Global News podcast, and on there there has been for what a month or more 
uh, an advertisement for this new parenting podcast that they're doing. And as soon as Karen heard it for the first time, the advertisement, she got angry. Okay, so the the podcast is there are two mothers. One is a you're talking about actual mothers. You're not using like '70s slang here, are you? Not mothers. What? Mothers. Okay. Two mothers. Not mothers. Short for mothers. 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 So there are two mothers. They are two Almost mothers. Almost like colors. Mm-hmm. Colors. Mm-hmm. Two mothers. You are not eating in here. Go. One is um, okay. a scientist, and one is a journalist, a photographer. Please ignore the little person in the back. He's not little. Yes, he is. <laughs> I'm very little in and the he's, camera. And he's the, oh God. Keep talking. So, this is where parenting has gone wrong, right is, here. This is not. This is an example of bad parenting, right here. So, Look at him. You can see him back there, laughing and giggling. These mothers are tackling different parenting issues. And my initial reaction when I heard the advertisement was, they're going to be giving parenting advice. Okay, let's change those words. Whoa. Oh, no. What was that? That was my light. That you're sitting on the sofa, bouncing around, and I you just... bounce around. Just Sorry, around. people. Aaron just destroyed my light. I didn't like it. Yes, you did. Oh, gosh. Just came out. You broke my light. And the thing it. came off the front. <sighs> See, this is what happens when you podcast with children. Here, you have to put the battery back in because I don't know how to put it in. And this is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> you knew it was coming. Because little people, no matter how big they are, tear up Yoshi. Isn't that right, parents? Isn't that what parents do? Isn't it parent, Parents are always, who broke the light? See? Who broke the light? I am very... It still works. Mm-hmm. It still works. Look at this. You broke everything. Alright, keep talking. So we'll, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll be on light duty over here. These parents, these mothers, want to give Oh, I was gonna say, it was not, it definitely was not these women. That those were not the words spoken. The words spoken was not so nice. Okay, these bitches. See? That was the language I heard. Want to give parenting advice. But neither one of them have a background in child development, early childhood education, education at all, any sort of parenting, anything. They are a photographer and a scientist. That does not equal good parents. That just equals Wait a minute, damn it. That doesn't say, I know so much I can give you advice. Wait a minute. Why not? Oh, for the love of wait, God. Wait, wait, wait. Can, can't all parents give parenting advice? Yep. Okay. But they should tout themselves as Are they, are, are they parents? Yes. But they're not touting themselves as experts because on the show, they they say that they go and take the questions and go find experts. That's what they say. That's what they said on that first thing. See, you didn't get past the these bitches part. I listened. I actually listened. And then you didn't hear anything else. That's now, not true. You've listened to the show. I've so. listened to some of the show. I only got. Now, give us your impressions and, and keep talking about that. Because the first part was you were totally off kilter with that one. Totally. 
<clears throat> so, the first part of their show, there's a child screaming in the background, I don't want to go to bed, I want to be an elephant. And the only thing I could think of was... The only thing I could think of is elephants get poached, little motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> why, why would you even... Why would a child even feel comfortable enough to say that? Why would a child be tired enough to be crying and whining and fussing? Shouldn't and... they be comfortable enough? Isn't that what we're going for in these days? No. Children feeling comfortable enough to say whatever is on their fucking mind I at any they... moment of any day. No, see, no, see, see, see. no. When you say it like that, then, then you no. know, the blood rises. No. I get to play devil's advocate for all of this. It's great. I love you so much, but there are times, because you and I agree on this stuff. No, we don't. You I got one rule, damn it. Beat him is what beat his him. rule is. And My he, rule is the same rule that Seely had. Beat him. And he doesn't beat. Don't beat let him lie. So, same rule. They were talking about, um, that, that was, they were talking about discipline and how to discipline the child. And their first question from a guest was a man in Nigeria and he was talking about how to deal with feral children and that thing just that term feral children always makes me laugh because there's no such thing as a feral child. I, I thought feral meant that they they're wild. Wild and that they were having babies that were also wild. Uh-huh. Children don't do any of those things. Nope. So the man was saying how his son was stubborn and didn't listen to him. And so the only way to get the child to do anything he wanted was to smack the child. But the child is six months old. That's what I'm talking about. Beat him, beat him early. Hitting beat him a often. six month old. This motherfucker needs a bullet to the brain. You do not Wait, hit a six use, month why, old. Why because that's what he is. You don't get a baby. To, I think you need to use a slightly would you like higher me to go? version of your language skills. Uh, okay, you would like me to go professional mode. Uh, well, if you want people to hear you. Okay, so... I can I can give all the motherfuckers I want, but you can't. Okay, so this man... At, not, at no point did these women, these mothers, tell this man that hitting a six-month-old is about as useful as hitting the wall. Because a six-month-old doesn't have the cognitive ability to understand why he's being hit. They don't need to understand. They're not going to stop crying. You're only going to make a six-month-old cry more. True. Because they aren't able to, to process what the hell is going on. But they will be hit, though. Because the man needs to be educated on how to handle a child. This man shouldn't be allowed around a child. You're going to hit a six-month-old? What is wrong with you? A six-month-old will hit you? Why can't you hit them? Well, you have such such discriminatory practices here. What? A six-month-old will hit you. Yeah. And you Why can't I hit them back? Because it's not teaching them. Not hey, to hit, you're minute. teaching them to you wait, hit. You just, you, you are, I think you're putting together two things that actually don't go together. While parents are teaching, parents are not teachers. Parents are their first teachers. But they're usually not very good at it. Okay, that's true. It's true. So, that being said, hit me and I hit you back. Oh. Salt and pepper. 
Y'all know that. So I'm just saying. Keep on. Keep on. I'm telling you, 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 you're gonna, you're every, every point. You're gonna get hit. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna run up against. You're gonna run up against the, the, the golden ass rule. So the one mother, yeah. the one mother. They're both British women, but one of them is her family's from Nigeria. This man was from Nigeria, mm. and she was saying that in the Nigerian culture, you are expected to hit your child. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then you're ostracized from the group. Mm-hmm. But I would say it's not only Nigerian. It's a black thing. It's, it's a, a damn, poor thing. I'm about to say, it's a... It's, a, it's, it's a a everywhere anywhere, thing. It's an everywhere thing. And, and I don't think that these women truly uh, tackled that part of it. Because my mother would lash out and punch me in the face before she would say No. She would knock me on my ass before she would tell me why I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Sounds about right, right? Be done. Which is exactly why I refuse to do those things to my children. Because I didn't know why I shouldn't do this thing. I just knew that if I did this thing, my mom was going to punch me again. Be done. I'm telling you, everything you say is going to come back to be done. That's the way it is. And that's the way some people really think, though. That's the... That's the problem with this I whole know. thing is that is what people believe should happen in every situation to modify behavior in children. I agree. I, that, that is what they believe. I mean, we, we run up against that here, but we also ran up against that as parents, new parents with our children. I remember one time being at your uncle's house and two was tapping on the fish tank and... I asked him to stop. Or I didn't ask him. I told him to stop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you don't ask a child. You tell them. I told him to stop. He didn't. I told him again, this is your reminder that I told you to stop. The third time I said, Aaron, you have been asked to stop. Move away from the fish tank. And he moved away. Okay, now, let me give you the real part of that story. What really happened was Karen was sitting over here to my right. I was sitting over here facing the the said fish tank. Fish tank. Aaron was on over there. Karen had turned her head to talk to Aaron. I was on the other side like this. That is not true. You did not do that. Straight Sanford and Son. You did not. I went Fred G. Just. And then he turned and walked away. That is not I'm true. I'm telling you. That is not true. It all comes down. It is not true. To Aaron, you know that's not true. Ask him. I don't remember. So then after, fish tank. after the third time I said something to him, your uncle said, man, y'all talk to your kids too much. Should just snatch his ass up. Beat it. And I'm just like, we don't do that. You can continue. We don't, we don't do that. And that was everything. Every time. We should have spanked him. We should have hit him. We should have snatched his ass up. But that's just not necessary. But it's effective. (sighs) Really? Oh, yeah. Because trust me, when I was sitting back there and your head was turned the other way and I was like this. You were not. He was looking at me like, man, that one time that I got hit on the hand. Oh, that just hurts my soul. It brought back the memory and it was enough for him to be like, yep, tapping is not a great idea anymore. I'm going to go over here and do another thing. 
I don't remember either of those times, so. No. So I think that the, the, the issue isn't the child in the discipline. The issue is the parent with the discipline and their mindset. If this man understood how his baby worked, how the brain worked for the baby, then he wouldn't be smacking the child. Okay, so when is this supposed to be taught? When the mother is pregnant. No, no, when is it supposed to be taught? What? People pregnant all the time. When to is the this father? A, to the father, to the mother, when is this supposed to be taught to the general public so that they have these understandings on how to better affect, more effectively um, deal with their children? I would say it should be taught in school. It should be taught as Oh, like what we do here is, is, as teachers, we should be teaching parents how to deal with their kids. Oh, dear God, the things okay. that they do no, here. No, 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 no. So should that, is that where it should happen? The no, no, educators no, no. that deal with children all day long should be educating parents no. on how to deal with their children. No. So when should parents be taught about how to deal with their kids? When they are students in high school. they should High be- school. And university, and when they get pregnant. No, not, but see, and, at university, you pick your own course of study. Okay, fine. But when you get pregnant, you should have the ability to go to classes for free. But they have this ability. No, they don't. I mean, in a lot of places, that ability is there. It, it's kind of baked in, but you choose to go or not go. But what's going to make the man go? Man, they never going to get pregnant. But they're always going to be fathers. No, but they're not going to get pregnant. Okay. So they're, 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 you know, so even if you locked this kind of education, along with what you know, childbirth, um, postpartum depression, and all of the other issues that are wrapped around birthing, I would say that there are classes for free that you that a woman can go to during her pregnancy that teach her about having a baby. Correct. But they never teach you about parenting a child. Right. Because there's no book. There are lots of books. No, no, no. But there's no book. There's no... When I say there's no book, no I'm not... Way. Right. There's no one idea about what are you supposed to do as a parent in your particular culture. But here's the kicker there. Because once you say inside of your culture, what if your culture beats? I got a child that has... I told you. She, she put up a, a sign. First term. We need a professional spanker. Mm. She put up a sign this term. We need a professional chunkler. She even made a job. Yeah, a chunkler. A chunkler. Someone a to beat you with a chunkler. Someone to throw chunklers at bad students. So, okay. Well, we had that issue in our early in our marriage where... My dad put the business in the street, though. No. We've never disagreed about... Really disagreed about how to raise the children. We always talk about everything. But it was when I'm not believing this. a family member said that I shouldn't be the one to discipline the children because I'm white and our children are black, and therefore I don't know how black children should be beaten, di- disciplined. Beaten. beaten. The word is beaten. I keep trying to say it, man. The word is beaten. So don't be talking around when, it. Let's be let's be honest. How you how do you raise a black boy? Beat him. I have how you had, raise a black girl? Beat him. I have had more beatings in my life than you have. That's probably true. I've had more know, beatings in my had, life than most of your family combined. I know. Okay, but think of it this way. Well, I don't know about that. I said most. No. But How I, about I, your I, generation? Trust me. Trust me. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going there. Um, I have no idea what people did to their kids uh, when I wasn't there. And a lot of times if I was there, they didn't get the spanking. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, no. 
Um, but when you were being beaten, I was beaten. I, there was no airport. Was there? No, no, no. When I'm, I'm, I'm trying to separate this out because were you being beaten because you did something wrong, or were you being beaten for a different reason? Both. Because for us, our beatings or spankings or physical whoopings, whoopings, switches, man. Don't get a willow switch, mugs. Don't get a willow switch. Switches are real, and most black folks don't have anything willow around them. So keep in mind that, especially if you live in an urban environment, um, do were you being corrected? Was your behavior being corrected, or were you being abused? Were you being beaten? Well, how many times? And all the times, how many times was it you actually did something wrong, you knew you did something wrong, and then you knew that the consequence was going to be, I'm going to get spanked for this? Okay, so... so you know, out of all the times, give a, 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 a just a ballpark figure, a percentage of the times that, that it I wasn't was, just being beaten. It was, I did some shit I wasn't supposed to do. I knew that when I got home and my parents found out, the whooping was coming. Okay, I can remember one specifically. Okay, percentage. So you told me one out of... I don't... Hundreds? Thousands. Oh, come on. I'm serious. Be honest. I I can only remember one where I was six years old and the house next door was vacant and the the older kids were like, oh, let's play camp. And I was the one who knew how to start a fire. So I was... They were telling me to start a fire on the front porch when an adult came up and saw that I was trying to start the fire on the front porch. I didn't know I was doing anything wrong. I was just doing what the big kids said. Okay, but... This is... But this is the type of shit. Like, no, no, my mom should have said point, this no. was dangerous. No, 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 you could have no, no, burned no, the house. No, no, no. You the point is... People. You're telling that there was one time in your life where you deserved to be spanked for your behavior. That's what you're saying. I didn't deserve what I got. No. But did you deserve to be spanked? Period. No. Spanked for what you did. did no. You, was there ever a time where you deserved to be spanked? Like no. you, de- you deserve to be punished for what you did. I'm sure there are times to be that I should have been punished, but I should have never been spanked. Okay, you're just saying you're making the argument spanking, no spanking. I'm not making that argument. I'm saying a time a when you should have house. been you should have been disciplined harshly for your behavior. No. Right. You were abused. That's oh. not the same thing as I what we're still... talking about here. Because what we're talking about here is not abuse. What we're talking about, from most people's perspective, what we're talking about here is I did the thing wrong. I did what I what they said I did. And this was their way of punishment. This was their way. There was no other option. All I know is I still bear the scars from six years old. I know. That's fine. But that's a but you're talking about abuse. Yeah? Yeah, well, guess what? Everybody who's been abused has scars, physical or mental. Everybody has scars. That's not the point. That's not what people are talking about. What people are talking about is is how do I parent effectively? And nobody is ever gonna go to a parent and say, abuse your children. No, but they do say Beat your child. Beat your, yeah. But beating, you got that right. Beating is abuse. Beat, no, no. Yes, it is. No, no. If I beat you now, then the, then the then the you'll know how to act when the police is standing in front of you with the gun pulled. Mm. 
See? It's simply See? not true. Oh, but it is. It's simply not true. When that police officer ripped, came into the car, and three of us are sitting in the car, just sitting there, the car is not even running, and he reached in and grabbed that NWA tape, took it out, and slammed it on the ground, and stepped on it. None of us said nothing, and that's why all three of us are still alive today. But that doesn't matter now. No, it does matter. They just shoot you all and say they tried no, to get No, no, it matters. How you behave, how you talk, what you say, what happens in that moment. Do you worry about our children no. and what they would say no. in that situation and they have never been beaten? No, because they've seen it. They've lived through Trayvon. They've seen it all around them. We made sure that they saw what was going on in the United States. We made sure that they see what goes on now. That they're up on what's going on in the world around them and that where they fit into that puzzle and how they're going to be treated. And they also saw it, what, Aaron saw it in kindergarten. Yeah. Aaron saw it in, what, first and second grade. Yeah. Where, you know, I would come and, and be in the classroom and nobody knew whose dad I was. Right. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, that's your dad? Like, right. He used to get picked on saying, oh, you're not black, you're not black, you're not black, you, you're white, I know your mom. And then as soon as you would show up to school, they would treat him differently. Exactly, but then the teachers treated him differently. Yeah. And so all of those things are already baked into this particular pie. Mm -hmm. Okay? So no, I don't, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about, I mean, people are going to do what people are going to do in the moment. But the realization for children... And how to deal with people who consider themselves authority figures over them. Children, and I think that's the, that's the thing that people are talking about when they say, I had to have the talk with my black child, children. That's what they're talking about. They're they telling are talking them, about the sex talk. No, of course not. But they're, they're <laughs> talking about this idea that your behavior, you must modify your behavior in the moment because you're going you're going to be treated differently based on how you act. Even if you sound white, it's not going to work for you. Even if your hair is straight, it's not going to work for you. All of those things that you think make it so that a white person, none of that's going to work for you. And that's what we're always telling our kids. It's like you're going to be judged and have to live by a whole other set of rules and a whole other set of assumptions. You know, that's why you have, you know, a... a, a kindergarten teacher saying that a kindergartner was being making sexual advances at her Which, it's like he what, her uh, you know this is this is asinine but that's why you have it because the white kid that did the exact same thing it's oh johnny don't do that you know we don't mm -hmm. do that here the black kid that does it oh he's being aggressive and he's doing something it's like no why are they not treated the same way so okay I remember that's that's just time. the world we live in, especially inside of the United States. But I would say that that world is also the world from what I'm getting from around the world is the darker you are, the more that those rules come into play. No, no matter, matter where you are, what your in ethnicity the world. is, right? right? I remember when you had that first conversation with Aaron about how he has to. He can't do these things because he's black. And he was in, he was four years old. He was in preschool and he accidentally brought home a Lego guy. And it broke my heart. 
didn't break my heart. It broke my... I went and cried after that because everything you said to our son was true. Yep. Everything you said. And it was a harsh reality. But I think that parents, instead of giving them that harsh reality and talking to them and saying, you can't do this because blah, blah, blah. They just spank them. And the kid never really understands why it, they can't do that. They understand that yeah, but see, mad. That's, they that's understand the protection part, though. But it's not really protecting okay, them. Okay, listen. Now you're making the Rocky argument. It is protection. You are you you are protecting them from feeling that they're different, as opposed to feeling pain of do what I say. But it's still pain either way. Yeah, but it's different because if I if I if I am the thing that you're angry at and I am the thing that you're feeling upset about, you're not dealing with that emotional baggage that Du Bois was talking about and that um uh what's his name? They j- just made the movie out of his book. Baldwin. That Baldwin was talking about that those ideas that when they get into a child's head. You know, it's almost like letting them watch rated R movies a little too early. They get started getting ideas, but they don't know what to do with the ideas. Right. Well, if I start telling my children these things too early, I can get away with just spank them and tell them don't do it again. Don't tell them why, just spank them and tell them don't do it again. Now, later on, they're going to find out why they shouldn't have done it. They're going to get that lesson, whether it's from the street, from the school, from the church, from the men around, no matter or the women around or their parents, they're gonna get the they're gonna get it eventually. Yeah, they're going to get it. That's the thing. In the meantime, in the meantime, you're not causing more pain, emotional pain of the knowledge, knowing it, and and for black people in America specifically, that is real. That pain that you carry, that anger that you carry, the anger that I carry. Just on a daily basis. I mean, Baldwin said that, you know, to be black in America is to be angry all the time. Yeah. You know, people don't realize that. It's just like when you see those uh, those stupid videos and you see this white guy going to a black community and he starts poking people. And then the person walks, like spins around and starts to really whoop, their, whoop his ass. And nobody can understand, like, why are black people so angry? It's like, because that's how we live. But why that's we- where we come from. It starts there. Yeah. We are always on guard. I'm always watching my back. I'm always looking around myself. I'm always watching out for the thing that's going to attack me. It's like you're, you're always under siege. Yeah. And, and you're always feeling that way. And then you pass it to your children. Well, of course you do, because it's a protective it's a protective thing. It's like being a zebra. There's a reason why zebras were never domesticated, even though they look just like horses, and they could have they could have been used as beasts of burden. They never could, because they lived too long with lions running up their asses. Yeah. And so yeah. then they they learn to to run and fight and always be aware. It's like you can't even drink water without getting ready to run away. Right. Okay. So imagine that for black folks in America that they've got over 400 years of dealing with this idea of always being in danger. Yeah. Always in danger. It doesn't matter where you are. I mean, you could be like 12 years a slave. You could be free, never been a slave, and all of a sudden sent back. You could be the, that all of that stuff has not gone anywhere for black folks. Right. And we're just now being victimized by different groups now. Yeah. Now, well, it's the same group, the former slave catchers. Police, 
Right. You know, they, they are the group. So we are very wary of that group of people. We're very wary of the, the justice system. We, and then we have to pass that awareness onto our children so early because we know that there is a preschool to prison pipeline now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You see what I mean? So it's all justified behavior yep. when you think about it. It's a, it, the problem is people are not looking at it from that historical, those steps that we've gone through. I mean, I, I mean, skipping over Reconstruction and skipping over the Civil Rights Movement, you can skip over all of that and just do from then what was going on and how we learned to survive to now what was, is going on and how we learned to survive are the same when it comes to the lessons learned. Hence, beat it. Do you think that continuing on... The cycle of beat them to protect them is is a, a healthy, valid way to teach our children so that they can continue to teach their children. Healthy, no. Valid, yes. Then why? Because it works. Do it? There's always the threat. It's always there. You're not going to hit the children. Man, please. Aaron is going to have a day. Keegan will have a day. They will all... Everybody does. Everybody has a day where they lose their shit and they need to be brought back to reality. Reality. It's true. You can't act like it doesn't happen. It happens. It happens to teenagers. It happens to 20-somethings. It happens at some point. Everybody has a day. Everybody has a moment where it's just like they just and they start doing things and you're like, you know what? Because that's usually where you say, follow my rules or get out, right? That's the moment in the TV show. You follow my rules or you get out. And the child decides, "Get, I'm getting out. Okay. Be gone, motherfucker. Hey, it's, 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 I mean, you, you cannot deny that that is usually, for a lot of people, that is the moment where it's, I'm not going to listen to what you say. I'm going to do it my way. Now, see, the, the difference with there is with our children and what we've done all along is we've given them the ability to make those decisions and let them have their, um, consequences. their consequences. We've let them do that. Right. So if we've let that happen... Well, then I'm, I can let that happen. I don't need to. I don't need to do anything. Right. I can just. Oh, oh. So you want to go get that job? Go get that job. Then you want to go do that thing? Go do that thing. Yeah. And I think. But when you end up in jail, right? Don't call me. See, that's the other side of that is. You know, like my mom always told me, if you end up in jail, don't call. There's just no point in calling. I'm not going to come bail you out. I'm not putting my house up. I'm not doing any of these things. That was probably the biggest deterrent for me growing up that I knew that nobody's coming to get me. Right. Nobody's getting me out of here. Right. If I did the if I did the wrong thing and I go to jail, I'm I'm going to be in jail for as long as I'm supposed to be in jail. Right. And it's funny because we always it's funny black people we think about this. You know, you go from you go from being accused to jail. Yeah. We don't have a process in between because no. basically being accused means going to jail. Because like, in my in my mind, that's exactly I still think that way. If I get accused of doing anything wrong, I'm going to jail. Yeah, I'm not gonna have. That's how we're taught. Yeah, that's that definitely. It's an interesting idea, but 
because of that, because my mom told us that, it was like, you know, if this is where you ended up, you didn't call. You didn't, you just, right. you just, you may call somebody else, but you're not going to call call right. her because you know her stance on it. You did the wrong thing. You now need to have the consequences. And we lived with those consequences. So we, we've done that to our children. We've said you you don't carry you that wanna, down the you stairs get, if you do you your get, fall. You want to get purple hair? Fine. Get purple hair. Get purple hair. All your hair falls out. Your hair keeps growing. It was your choice. It was your choice. And I think that's the thing is that when I look at some of these parents, and I see this, I see this all over the world. When I look at the parents who say, "You do what I say," that's the end of the discussion. Because I'm the adult and I know best. I just think to the, myself, when that child gets free of that parent, they're going to go buck ass wild. What a wonderful world. Because our children, I have confidence that our children, when they go out into the world, they're going to try things. They're going to experiment. But they aren't going to end up in jail. That's not true. They aren't going to. They are going to be able to care for themselves. See, that's, see, that's you living in that world that doesn't exist. That's just not true. They're going to be able to care for themselves. That's not true. What do you, you don't mean? know that? They can't cook. You think that people that get into negative situations get into them on purpose? Sometimes. No, they don't. They find themselves there because of the choices that they made. And because and they, 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 they look up one day and they go, "Oh shit! How did I get here?" Right. And now they might be able to trace back how they got there, yeah. but in the moment, they're trudging toward that inevitability sometimes, and they don't realize it, and they don't realize it until it's too late. I just find that too, too late to turn. Too of often, parents don't want to give their children the option of thinking for themselves. Yeah, no. But, they don't want them to. But think that's for not themselves. discipline, though. It is kind of. Yeah. Not really. Discipline is what you're talking about. Of what you do before you need discipline. Yeah, because our kids don't need discipline. Because I've said to them, you've said to them a million trillion times. We've said, if you do this, this will happen. This will be your consequence. You make the choice. What do you want to do? And then they make their choice. And if they don't make a good choice, well, then they have a consequence. Okay. I think the thing that is getting in your way when it comes to this is, yes, you're right about everything you just said, but what happens when your consequence it could be death? That's where the problem is, and that's where the problem is for, I think, a lot of people, especially people of color, all over the world is... I could do something very minor and die and die because of it. And no parent wants that to happen. So if I beat you today and that changes your mind from making a certain set of choices later on, I'm doing a good job. I've done a good thing. I've stopped you from being killed at the hand of the law or someone else prematurely. You know what I mean? I've done something to stave this off. And maybe you live a longer life, maybe because that that that's a real concern for a lot of people around the it's world. It's a real concern. It was a real concern for us too. I mean, being poor and 
there were days when I thought that my brother was going to be killed because he didn't make good decisions. He was never taught to make good decisions. He was never encouraged to make good decisions. All of his role models around him were do, making bad decisions on a daily basis. And the beatings weren't working for him. They didn't ever uh, help him. You know, and see, he's been in but, and out of jail for yeah, his whole entire see, life. See, this, is where I, this is where I think you're wrong. Because the beatings work. He's just a social deviant. Yes. Yes. Because if if you've been punished, let's just call it punished, mm -hmm. for your behavior, but then you go back and do that behavior again, uh -huh. well, that's called a lack of learning, right? Yep. And then you're punished again, but you go back and do it again. And you've been punished again, and you go back and do it again. Okay, now, what is that called? Social deviance. You see, that's, that's, that, that doesn't mean that beating doesn't work. That is not an example of beating doesn't work. That's an example of someone who has made choices. And just doesn't give a shit and, about the consequences. Right, they don't care about the consequences. I mean, there's a lot of people that live their lives that way. Like, you know, I, I can never do this because um, I'm terrible at, like, talking to women. There are guys that will talk to 100 women in one night. You know, be shot down over and over and over. Times. But then still, 101 comes along and they're still talking to them. That's, some people can do that. They can, they can do that in their head. Me, I, you want to dance? No? Okay, I'll go stand on the wall then. I'm done for the night. I won't ask anybody else. That's me. That's, that's always been me. So, you know, and then I feel bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, you know. What's wrong with me? Yeah, I, I'm, I take it. I internalize it. I'm, I'm, there's definitely something wrong with me at that point. Right. You know. So, some people take the punishment, right? And it totally makes them turn. Mm -hmm. You know. Some people get the punishment and they just keep going headlong straight ahead into it. And they go to get on the other side of it and keep doing what they're doing. It's just, it's, I would say that is more normal to have, like, to have those kinds of people in any society. Because mm. they they're all there. But that doesn't mean beating doesn't work. It just doesn't work for everybody. Should beatings continue. Okay, this was not supposed to be a, con a, a, a conversation about beating. You're the one that kept spanking. saying it over and over. All over, I'm over, saying over, over. is like most people out there, beatings work. So but, what, but here's the here's the other side of this. Beatings may work, but they're not so effective. No. They're not the best way. No. There are other ways to do what you're taught to, to discipline a child or to deal with a child. The problem is, I think most people start too late. They start right. trying to do yep. these things when the child hits school and someone else is watching. Yeah. And then they want to, they feel embarrassed and they're like, oh, you know, my child is not doing this and they're not doing well in school and they're having all these people reacting to what they're doing and it's coming back home and they feel the parent feels embarrassed because the way the child is behaving and then all of a sudden now I want to be a parent. Right. I want to and it's like no, you waited you too you long. You should have started that shit the day that they popped out. Yep. Beat them. <sighs> Stop.
See? So let's go back to the bedtime. I want to be an elephant. I don't want to go to sleep. Man, I'll be the shit. <laughs> Listen. God. And see, I'm, I'm not big on slapping because my hand, the way my hands are, my hands are like really big and meaty. And, you know, if I slap something, usually. It hurts for a long time. I. I I can, oh, yeah, do, I, can, I can do a lot of damage, so I, I try not to do that, like open hand things, but the, you know, no. Mm-mm. That little that little kid with that, that saying that, it's like, you know. It really set my teeth on edge. Like, I was like, you see? little motherfucking dick, see? yo, it, fucking she keeps, See, see she, keeps, she keeps acting like she's the, the, the nice person and hope we're going to have a conversation. No, her first instinct, that, beat him. That is my first instinct every time. Take your little ass and get in the... That is my first instinct. But that's not what I say. It might go through my head. It might come out of my mouth in an adult conversation. But I would never say that to the child. First of all, my child has never, ever, not one of my children has ever said, I don't want to go to bed. Me, 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 me. That's right. Musa. Go ahead. Do it. My children have never done that. And my children have never done that because I was told the day our son was born. Bedtime. To put them on a schedule and keep them on the schedule no matter where you are. Schedule. And so, 7.30 every night, the children took a bath. We picked out a book. We took them to the bed. I read the story. I sang them a song. And they went to sleep. Mm-hmm. No running around the house. Mm-hmm. No getting up in the, it, you know, 20 minutes later. And I wouldn't even drink of water. Blah, mm-hmm. None of that shit. Mm-hmm. You stay your ass right where you is. You go to your room. You get the book. You sing the song, you go to sleep. And even now, to this day, our kids have never once said, I don't want to go to bed. Now, at like seven and nine years old, they're like, okay, I'm going to bed now. And then eight o'clock comes and they're in the bed. Okay, I have, I have said that I don't want to go to bed. Really? Yes. You've whined and cried and said, I don't want to go no, to bed. you didn't say whine and cry. You said, not once have we said, I don't want to go to bed. Okay. And I have said that. Okay. Because if it's like 8 o'clock and I took a nap and everybody else is tired, it's like, I don't want to go to bed. I just got up. Okay. And what do we say to you? Okay. Stay up. And what do we do? Go to bed. <laughs> but you when, are older. When you go to bed, make sure everything's turned off and there's no... Stuff will land all over the place and just go to bed. But you weren't a four-year-old, right? No. No. Are you talking about last night? No, he was the one like, Mommy, can we go to bed now? It's 11. I'm telling you. That's... It's all just, that's fine, but it's just not... People don't... People are not thinking along those terms. If you, as a parent... If you set yourself up in a, in a way where the child knows the expectations, you give them the expectations on a regular basis, and you are consistent with the expectations, mm. you don't have to discipline. Well, you don't have to fight with them. Well, that, there's I no think, fight. I think that's the, that's the problem that a lot of parents have is they see it like it's a war. They are, they're fighting with their children right. to get their children to... 
behave the way they want their child to behave. And that's, I think, where most parents go wrong. Right. Because they're they're looking at it as a fight from the beginning. They're fighting with the baby. They're fighting right. with the, the like, this person is an imposition the yeah. on their lives. Yeah. When that person didn't ask to be there. Nope. You made that choice. You chose to have that child. Mm-hmm. From the minute you made the choice to have sex to the minute that child was born, you chose. That was all your choices. So, And the child does not deserve to be punished for your choices. But you can't beat him. <sighs> I'm Pete. I'm telling you, man. It works. I don't do it, but it works. One uh, one of the questions I got this week was about... How many questions did you get? <laughs> I, got, I asked for topics. How many questions did you get? I have like 46. Only? I have 46 topics. How many did we cover today? Discipline. <laughs> we covered discipline. But one of, the, one of the things that I was asked um, was about bedwetting. And this was on that the the podcast as well. My child's bedwetting, and no matter how many times I beat them, they still continue to bedwet. FYI, people, bedwetting has nothing to do with beating. You can't beat bedwetting out of a child. The child can't control it. FYI, I wet the bed. It's not something that you can do anything about. It is something that you might grow out of, though. But you're never going to grow out of it by being beaten. No, 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 no. Um, my one uncle wet the bed until he was sixteen. And they never had him tested. But then one of his sons had the same issue. And they went to the doctor and said, he's still wetting the bed. He's 12 years old. What's wrong with my child? And it turned out that he had an overactive bladder. When Keegan was young... I don't think that diagnosis existed when we were little. No, probably not. (coughs) It was a spank their ass. Um, But when Keegan was little, I remember when she was potty training... She went through 26 pair of panties in like three days because she just kept wetting. And she couldn't wear pull-ups or diapers because she was allergic. And I remember someone saying, if you spanked her more, she would stop. And I just, oh, for the love of fuck. And so I took her to my urologist and they did some tests and asked me to count how much she went to the bathroom in a day. An average child of two years old, three years old, goes to the bathroom or pees about 12 ounces a day. Keegan was peeing 33 ounces a day. That just means she was drinking too much beer. (laughs) And so when I went in and they gave me this information, it was kind of shocking to me that the urologist would say, she can't control this. Please don't punish her. And I thought... Why would I punish a child for something they can't control? But apparently, he has to say this several times a day to parents because the parents are spanking their children because their body is overworking. Like spanking a child or spanking a person that has Tourette's. Right. You can't control that with a, a hit. And it has nothing to do with... Choices. It's not a choice on the child's part. It's a choice on the adult's part. The, the adult, I get that the adult is frustrated. I get that it's irritating. I get that it's time consuming. I didn't want to change sheets and blankets three times in a night. Aaron didn't want to wash linens four times a day. Oh, I didn't, I didn't care. I wasn't washing the machine was. But Hey, I still. didn't care. Sorry, <coughs> folding is not a big deal for me. 
I get that parents don't want to go through it. But it's not the child's fault. And the child should not be disciplined or punished because of something they can't control. Yeah. Just like a child having a temper tantrum. You are making the choice in how that situation is going to go. Do you snatch a child up and... Beat up. Or do you take the child out of the situation and say, we'll come back when you, tra- when you can handle this? Or do you just leave the child throwing a fit and walk away? Okay, wait, what are we talking about now? Disciplining a no, child. Where? What, what was this scenario? Because I, I, I must have stopped listening because I thought we were still talking about bedwetting. Temper tantrums. Temper tantrums where? Anywhere. You switched topics very fast. Yes, you did. Because, well, this whole child... Because this ain't the same thing. This child that wanted Bedwetting, to, there is no discipline for bedwetting. No, there's no discipline for temper tantrums either. That's a they, damn lie. There are consequences. Man, please, consequence. Consequences. Cross your lip. Man, come on now. You, you, you fuck up in Target. Snatch your ass up, put your, take your ass right back out of this motherfucker, and you are going home. Okay, but... Yeah, but the snatch up part ain't gonna feel good. No. <laughs> Shit. Now, there's a reason why little black kids used to see little white kids flipping out in the store, and everybody would be like, ooh. I was never There's a child. reason for that. My mother would have smacked me upside the back of the head so fast. That's what I'm saying. Would. We... That, that was not acting out in public was not allowed. It's Talking back in public was not allowed. These are things that you just didn't do. You may have thought it, may have wanted to say something, you may have wanted to get upset. But don't let your face show it. But you didn't do anything. Don't let your face show that you had something to say because your mother could. Because you might it. be picking up your glasses or they'd be like this on your face when you get done, you know. And you still got that snot bubble. <laughs> yeah. And then you got to stop crying. Because don't let other folks see you cry. I'm just saying. It just this, uh, the, this behavior, this idea that you should be able to act any kind of way you no. want to just because you feel that way. No, no, that never flew. It never flew for my, for my generation, my whole generation, white, black, it didn't matter. It didn't fly for none of us. Now, after us, our little brothers and sisters... It flew for them. Not they were they were able to get away with a lot of that stuff. But back in the early seventies, you walking through Kmart and you want to go to the toys, and your parents said no. You just sucked that shit up because you just did not you didn't engage with them after that. No, I no me no means no, right? Isn't that what they always say? That's no means no. no. Yeah, no, Mm-mm. you ain't going over there. Why? Because I said you ain't going over there. Now I, I'm not and even get gonna... get lost. Get lost and be found over there. Oh, Shit. No, no, Man. No, Come no. on now. That was not you. She you, would tear you uh-uh. up in the bathroom. Look. She'd take you to the bathroom and tear your ass up. All and I, don't you make a cry outside of that room. Like, like I said, beat up. Listen, I'm not going to pretend that I never got angry, that I never got Yeah, Kmart. Okay, I don't think I've ever been. Don't be hating on Kmart. I have never been to a Kmart. You've never been to a Kmart because Kmart's basically out of business. And your mother never shopped there. But it's about about the same as going to a damn Walmart. Well, I've only been to Walmart maybe once or twice. Okay, fuck up in Meyer. How about that? See, See, now you know. It's the same idea. It's just Kmart didn't have groceries. Meyer or Target. I'm not going to pretend 
that I never got angry or frustrated. I'm never going to pretend that I didn't yell. I'm never going to pretend that I didn't. You probably yell more than I do. I don't yell as much anymore as I Not used to. Not when they're little. Oh, when they were little, I did, but then I learned a trick. Get quiet, man. Two. Get quiet. What happens when I get to your ear and speak softly? You walk away. And then what happens? <laughs> How do you feel when I do he that? wipes off his face because all the stank breath. That I, I will seriously get close to a child's ear and say your behavior is unacceptable. If you continue, you will have a consequence. You make the choice now what you're going to do. Yes. And I just walk away and then they stand there like, I do this in the classroom even. Because, but that only works with a certain age child. No, it doesn't. I started doing that with our two-year-old. No, I said with a certain age child. You, but get you, can't, a, you get past a certain age, that ain't gonna work no more. They're gonna look at you like, <sighs> really? That's what that's what you're gonna do? Aaron, you gonna do that now? You're almost seventeen. And please, the, the the fear that you thought you were inflicting at that moment. It's not, it, it doesn't transcend. There's no it doesn't, it doesn't, yes, there is. My intent not, isn't to, it is fear. fear. Trust me, it's fear. It's just, it doesn't translate, it doesn't translate up. Consequences, fear of consequences that you don't even know what the consequences are. There's no, they're, they're, what, what are they worried about? But see, a child, you say you're going to have consequences, then all of a sudden they don't really know what that means. Good, bad, up, down. They don't have any clue. So there's fear there. But then as soon as a child is of a certain age, you say, oh, they have consequences. They're going to be looking at you like, oh, so I ain't going to get beat? I ain't going to have any physical pain? And you're not going to inflict any emotional pain? And once they know that, oh, then I ain't got to listen to you no more. I don't understand why parents sure. think that discipline, good discipline, <sighs> requires pain and fear. Why does it? I hope you ain't asking me. I am. I I just know you ain't asking me. That's how you rule over somebody. Fear. Yeah. But I don't want to rule over my children. You you kind of do, though. No, I don't. That's the same thing that, you know, kings and all the other people of power, that's what they do. Fear Fear and and intimidation. Do you fear us? Oh. Have you ever feared us? Probably at some point. I'm telling you, man! Probably at some point. Well, okay, think of it this way. You say, did you ever fear? If you are this tall and everybody around you walking around is that tall, there's fear. Yeah. There's fear. You don't you don't think that you're you're you are you're you're think about it, you're you're as tall as the table. Everybody else sits at the table like this. You gotta get a thing to sit at the table with them. Trust me, there's fear. When you, you, when you just, just let's go, let's go, let's go, toss a ball to each other. We're not throwing a ball, just tossing. And the ball, you know how kids go to catch and it hits their fingertips and it hits them in the face. That shit hurts. Oh yeah. Okay, so now yeah, you, 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 who inflicted that pain at that moment? That parent. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's fear. They know, and I would say they intuit more than anything else. That this bigger entity can inflict a whole lot of pain in a very small amount of time, even when they're not trying. True. And so, yes, 
there is that fear. There's always fear. I think I, even if it's just fear of somebody larger, mm. you know what I mean? And then, yes, uh, you know, like say you start laughing, you're like, ha, 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 ha. And see that you don't care about low key. Yeah. That shit hurts. Yeah. And you're, and you're laughing with them. You're, you're not even trying to be anything negative, but all of a sudden child, right. child realizes like, Oh shit. This was the fun time. Right. Fun time pain. <laughs> we go play basketball and the, you know, you're out there and you're just doing something. The child runs and runs into your leg. Happens all the time where children run into things. Yep. They run into a person's leg and they end up picking themselves up off the ground, not realizing how they got there. Yeah. And the person sitting there looking down at them like, you okay? I mean, it's just, I, I think that, I think fear is a great motivator for why we learn, how we learn to manipulate and move about in our world. Fear is always there. I mean... Once, once, I mean, think about it. You, you have a, a child, baby, mm-hmm. can't talk, sees a cat, walks over to the cat, crawls over to the cat, touches the cat. The cat pays him no attention. <laughs> touches the cat again. Cat pays him no attention. Just sitting there. <laughs> Grabs the cat, just like he would grab anything else in its world, right? All them toys, all them things that the babies grab. Grabs the cat, cat gets up and... Smacks him across the head. May not hurt, but scares the shit out of him. Because the cat, it happens so fast, they don't even know what happened. Right. They know the cat's not there anymore, and that something feels weird over here, and the cat has moved away. And what does the baby do? Cry. No, the baby looks around like, what the fuck? And then looks back at you. And then starts crying. Because you need to come get me. Right. Because something happened. I don't know what it was. But <laughs> yeah. something happened. And yeah. I need to get back to that safe place. Yeah. Fear. Yeah. So fear, I think fear is a part of why we learn. I mean, yes, we don't have, you know, you know, saber-toothed cats jumping into the, you know, our campfire and eating us. But we still have this fear in us that... that you know, keeps us safe in a lot of ways as we grow. It's there. And so we, and I think parents are still using that with their children to keep them safe. I, I, and see, that's the thing. I don't think parents are doing any of these things that they're doing. To be malicious. Right. It's not, it's coming from a place of, of, I just don't like you. It's actually coming from a place. Sometimes it is. But then you're talking about abuse. When it comes to discipline, they're actually talking about how do I keep you safe? How do I keep you out of trouble? How do I make sure that you, you're not going to end up in jail or in some negative situation? How do I keep you from having children too early? How do I, you know, I, how do I get you to graduate high school? I mean, these are all the things parents are thinking about. Now, are they as effective as they want to be? Maybe, maybe not. When they realize that they're not and they see their child going down a road, all of a sudden, then they start going... Oh, I'm not so good at this. And now that all of their fears, their personal fears, come out on top of the child. Yeah. You need to do this. Why do I need to do that? You need to do this because I can't get you to. I can't get you there no more. Right. I can't get right. you to do it. So now you got to do it. You got to take the ball and run with it. And it's just like they they feel at like failures, sad, 
you know, and they start abusing their kids, but they don't really know why because they don't have any, they have nowhere else well, to go. Because they have the frustration, they right. have the anger, they have no way of processing it. Mm-hmm. And and what they end up teaching their kids is Be when dumb. you're angry, when you're frustrated, when you can't get the child to do what you want them to do, then you hit. But I've never understood this this thing where. I hit you because you're my child and I want you to do the thing I want you to do. Mm. But you can't hit another person. So you go to school and you want to play with the toy, but the kid doesn't want to give you the toy, so you whoop his ass. Mm -hmm. And now you're wrong because you did exactly what I did. Okay, now you're talking about something totally different. No, I'm not. It's Well, you're not talking about discipline anymore. It is. No. I discipline you by spanking you. I manipulate and control you by causing pain and physical violence. Yes, and that's what we do. And then we teach our children. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We teach this in sports. What are you talking about? But it starts at home. No, no, we teach it in sports though. How do I get the guy who's overly aggressive in the in the soccer game to stop being overly aggressive to my teammates? You can't do that, Aaron. You'll get a red card. And so what do you do? You just hit him in the nuts. Causing pain. pain. See? And deterring him from doing it again. Exactly. Or Hockey game. Basketball game. Break your cleats down the back of their leg. See? Okay. You, you standing over the bag a little too much, guess what happens in baseball? You're going to get hit. Or no, you, you throw them cleats into their ankles. Yeah, easily. I mean, come on now. This is... This, I think what you're talking about is us trying to square a circle that is trying to put real, normal, human behavior and trying to change that behavior, maybe modify it for the better, but changing that behavior to something else that we don't currently do, we don't have right now. That's why we are outliers in talking to our children. Yes. Well, we have have seen... Both ends of the spectrum. We've we've experienced the beat them lifestyle. And, G. And, and then we have Cross experienced the oh little Timmy can't do anything wrong. It's all the adults' little fault. Timmy get my foot up his ass. <laughs> he don't have to do nothing wrong, but I can still put my foot up his ass. And then we we are somewhere in this gray section in the middle where. We don't hit our children. We don't let them do everything they want to do. But they do have a lot of freedom. And I think that's one of the things that the parents who who discipline physically, they miss out on. They miss out on the freedom that they then get when they can teach their children through conversation. Because... Go check on your felines. We've we've had friends who've asked Aaron and Keegan um, so, about being spanked, and when they say we don't get spanked, the kids are literally stuck. Like, what do you mean? And this happened in the U.S. This happened in China. This happened in Thailand. When they say to their their classmates or their friends, "My mom and dad don't hit us," they are stuck. Like, wait, what? You mean you can do whatever you want? And they both say, oh, no, no, no. We can't do whatever we want. But my, my, our mom and dad don't hit us. So we have that freedom where we don't have to worry about, you know, oh, I'm going to have to whoop his ass today. 
Yeah, but see, that's not a freedom. It is. No. What is it? See, that's just it. You only, that's, that's where parents go wrong. They see it as their job to beat. Yeah, it's not my that's, job. No, but then, then we're not free from it. You just don't do you it. See, you're you're already doing it. You're just not realizing you're doing it. And I keep trying to point out for the years now I don't beat that them. no, but you have this mentality of beating children. You see it as your responsibility to correct their behavior but through physicalness. You think that's that's what should happen first. It's just you choose not to do it, but you think first. That is my is, first instinct. That is the that is the biggest issue. Parents shouldn't need to feel that when my children mess when my child messes up in any way that it's my job to beat them. Right. And I hope that with the way that we've chosen to parent, that won't be Aaron Keegan's first reaction. I'm sure it probably won't. Because they've never they've never seen that be effective. Right. But I have. Fred G. Okay, I have a question. Okay. You gonna add this to the list? No, he can. When you two were growing up, and <laughs> this is going back. Speak to, loud, boy. This is going back to see the, fear. The, see the how playground works? thing. Uh huh. When you two were growing up, and there was one kid that hurt you or pushed you or whatever, and you went home and you told your mother or your parent. What did they say to you? What did you do back? If I didn't whoop their ass, I would have got my ass whooped. My dad would have taken his belt off and beat me. My mom would have probably slammed my head into the refrigerator and, you know, punched me a few times and told me that's what I should have done to the child. Or I would have gotten a board or the wooden spoon. Okay. Something. So, then... I got nothing for you because it never happened to me. I got hit with a beaded jump rope once on the playground. I only I only remember one time where... <laughs> I know what happened to Grandma. I told well, no, no. She, her life was way different. Yeah, and the yeah, world yeah. was different yeah. in the 50s and the 60s. And totally different worlds. But for... Because <laughs> they fought all the time. They fought like... Right, right. They literally fought almost every day going to school. So... I mean, and home and, school. And, you know, they... Fighting was a normal thing for their generation. It's just like... It was... They were fighting... They were fighting their friends. Yeah. And sometimes they were fighting family members. Yeah. So, come on now. Really? So, okay. But... <laughs> like, for me, I only remember one time where I was angry at someone... And it wasn't because of anything they did to me. They were being mean to Christopher, so I picked him up and put him in a trash can. That's what you're supposed to do. You're his big brother. I mean, that's all. That was it. <coughs> that's the extent of my uh, aggressive behavior towards anybody. I can't say that. I don't have. I don't have a legacy of 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 violence. Violence. Or defending myself against violence. I don't I just don't have that. I can't say that. My aunts used to pit my sister and myself against one another because they wanted us to know how to fight. Because in our area, that was the norm. Girls were they taking bets and stuff. Yeah. Like little gambling rings. Yep. Nice. Yep. We could do that. Um no. He didn't kill him. 
Um. What? <laughs> See, <laughs> what the heck? See, you did it right there! <laughs> She likes to murder no, him in the no, um, okay, but see, Mortal Kombat. We, we've already gone through that because when she used to hit me see. and then you told me it is not acceptable for me to hit my little sister. And it's but not acceptable. she kept hitting me and I wouldn't say anything. That's your, you should have said, Keegan is hitting me. Yeah, I should have. Now, I know that now. But then as soon as I got bigger than her and she started hitting me and I hit her with a pillow... To let her know, if you're gonna hit me, I'm gonna hit you back. Yeah, you're not going. You're not gonna do that to me anymore. Cause. And when I found out what happened, you were upset. With. Oh, why you be upset? I don't know why you be upset. It was taken care of. That sibling. It wasn't though because Keegan was continuing, but Aaron wasn't continuing yeah. back. Yeah, I don't think you understand. If it, if if you stayed out of it, it would have got fixed. <laughs> I, out. I lived that life. <laughs> it would have gotten fixed because trust me, the uh, you can only you can only you can only beat on a person for so long. Yeah, and then we and when they're snap. and when they're bigger than you, eventually. But my question was, if if your Frenchy. generation, if your parents told you someone hurt you, that you need to do something to them back. Mm-hmm. Why was it that? My generation, everybody was like, oh, don't do that. School. Just, but School. School happened. That's what happened. There was a time when you could fight in school, and the worst thing you would get is sent to the principal's office. And you'd be sitting there next to the person you were fighting against. Yep. That was what happened. It changed in school. Because once schools started saying, once people started coming to school armed, and they were worried about bullies, and they're worried about um, gangs. Um, and well, the gang culture was localized. It was depending on where you were. Sometimes it was gang culture, but a lot of it, it wasn't it. gang culture. It was it was just this guy doesn't like that guy, or this guy has a girlfriend, and you know didn't like this guy looking at it. It was, it was stupid high school, Jealousy, junior high school stuff. Yeah, it was just regular stuff that has always been there. But once people started using weapons at school. You see, they had to somehow stop or find a way to change people's behavior before it got to that point. So then all of a sudden, what used to be a, a middle school problem or a high school problem became a kindergarten problem because we need to nip this in the bud. We need to stop this now. And your mother says this all the time about second graders. I see where you're going. I uh-huh. need to stop this behavior yep. now. Well, that didn't happen back in the day. Nope. You see? And I can... Like, I can look at these kids now and say, by the time you are in the fourth grade, you are going to have this, this, and this issue. Social issue. Emotional issue. You're going to continue to have physical altercations. Because, All things being equal. Because you aren't being taught X, Y, and Z. But see, I, thought, I always saw that as, like, if... If someone picked on me or said something or physically did something to me and then I did something back, I and then I was stopped. I always was like, why didn't you just let me go? Because they wouldn't have messed with me anymore. But now they're still messing with me because I didn't do anything and I was stopped from doing anything. So they were saved. Yeah. 
The kid that pushed me and I jumped on yes, his back and flipped him over and almost punched him in the face, he would have stopped messing with me and if I punched him in the face. Punch him in the face, Ed. You got he that right? He would have stopped. No, you're right. No, he, he wouldn't have stopped. No, he would have stopped. The problem is you would have gotten in trouble. Right, and you did get in trouble. See, that's the thing. They called I told your you, mom. schools changed. It wasn't that parenting changed when it comes to that. Schools changed because parents would be at the, like say you were at the park and you weren't at a school. Parents sitting there, let's say we're not together. I have my child, she has her child, we're just sitting there. You guys go to the same school, you're over there playing on the jungle jam. We're just having a conversation. We look over and y'all are fighting. Know what we do? Keep talking. Yep. You know why? Because let them fight. They're not gonna hurt each other. There ain't no guns out there, ain't no knives out there, ain't no bricks out there, ain't nobody fight. Get it out. Because you know that, that, that if you get it out now, it can be solved by the time you go back to school. Yep. This is exactly what you said. But that's only outside of the school system. That's outside of this uh, now today preschool to prison pipeline. That's yep. outside of all of that. Now it's as soon as something happens, run over there. Pull them apart. Talk to both of them. You know, maybe, you you know, you, you, one of them gets grabbed and dragged home and smacked across the head. The other one gets talked to. Or maybe they just both get ignored. Hey, anything can happen in that parenting situation. But when it shows up again in school, now school has to do something. Yep. You see? And that's what's changed. And a lot of, I think, what happens in the States when it comes to these things, because it doesn't happen across, across the world. It does not. But when you're looking at the States, they're looking at, say... Different ideas about like from psych, from views of psychology, from views of of child psychiatrists and child psychologists, and they're looking at developmentalists. They're looking at teachers. They're looking at all of the people that deal with children across all of their time, and they're getting all of these expert opinions coming into the schools on how to do what they do, and then they they're making decisions. Trying to reinvent the wheel of how do we make become more effective? How do we not have these problems? How do we not? And it's like, yeah, if you'd have just let the two boys fight, let them, it'd have been it'd have been squashed. It, there are certain things that we do in education today that if we went backwards and just let it be, it would just go away like it did before. It would just go away. Like I don't like that guy. Why don't I? I mean, you can talk to people that are in their sixties and seventies now. Man, we used to fight all the time in school. Yeah. But it was like we fought and then it was over. Yeah. That idea of fighting and being over died in the 80s. And in the 90s, people started dying. Yeah. Kids started coming to school and killing each other. Because of the very same thing, because of, oh, well, you shouldn't feel that way. And, oh, we got to take care of Johnny's feelings and make him blah, 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 blah. And it's getting to a point now where teachers... And parents are getting tired of this. I can, I see it. Yeah, They're getting yeah. tired of this idea that, oh, we need to acquiesce to what the child does all the time. Yep, it's, it's really it's unhealthy. Coming to, it's coming to an end. And people don't realize that it's coming to an end, but it's coming to an end. And teachers are starting to fight back. You're starting to see it where a teacher gets fed up and now they're fighting students. Yep. Because now the teacher is, is threatened by the student. Yep. When, especially when you're talking about middle and high school, especially high school. And it's starting to get to that point where teachers are saying, we've gone too far. We, mm -hmm. we started down this road. Yep, we started now we're, it. We're going, we're going too far. And parents are like, what are we supposed to do? 
I'm supposed to always be worried about my child's feelings all the time. Fuck that. I, I used to say to you guys all the time, you have the right to be angry. Mm-hmm. You have the right to be frustrated. Mm-hmm. You have a right to not like what I'm telling you to do. Look up, look at me wrong and you'd be picking the eyeballs up off the ground though. You still have to do it. So get up and do it now. Damn it. You have the, the right to have those feelings. Your feelings are valid. Yes, they are. But your direction is your direction. Get up. And you don't get up. Do your you thing. Have consequences. Right now. And repercussions. And and that's something that I have to do in the classroom right. now. Because these kids, are they've learned that if they have a problem with another student, they can go to the psychologist, they can go to the coordinator, they can go to the principal, and they can be coddled. Okay. But in my classroom, if a child has a problem with another child, my philosophy is, let's take care of it right now. Get these two together. Let's find out what the problem is. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why do you think it's acceptable? So what you're talking about now is problem resolution. Yes. Now, problem resolution is definitely not part of the culture. Oh, no, 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 no. And I'm not talking about here. I'm talking about in the States. Oh, absolutely. It's definitely not. I heard place. yesterday. It's really not there. I heard yesterday a teacher tell another teacher, "Oh, you hurt her feelings. You need to apologize." And I looked at her and I said, "But why?" And she said, "Because it's not nice to hurt other people's feelings, and she needs to, to apologize." And I said, "But she's an adult, and you're telling an adult she needs to apologize. I never even tell children they have to apologize." But that's culture. Now you're talking about culture. No, because we do it in the U.S. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Nobody too. has ever told me I need to apologize to someone because of their fucking feelings. And they're an, they're an adult. Two. Hell no. So have you ever had a, a teacher tell you you should apologize to somebody? He's a child, though. You said adults. I, I said I don't even say it to children. I know, but my point is adults don't behave that way with adults in our world. Well, adults don't tell. One adult doesn't say you should, especially in business, you should apologize to them because you hurt their feelings. Fuck their feelings. <laughs> They don't like their job. Fucking quit. But I also don't make I don't make any child apologize to another child. I mean that's nice, but they do that here. They do it in the states too. Yeah, but that I mean you you want them to reconcile. I don't even care about them reconciling. No, you kind of do because even in in Reggio there is that. There is that thing where you do have a conversation, you come to an understanding, and then you decide that you you come to a you come to a Some consensus sort of, yeah. of how we're going to behave from now on. Right. You so don't that's, have to like one another. No, no, I didn't say anything about liking them, but you do come to <laughs> a course of action yeah. that is agreed upon by both parties. Whereas in many places. If this this behavior continues, you're going to be disciplined. You're going to be punished. You're going to have some sort of warning. You're going to have some sort of something that the if if Aaron and Keegan were constantly fighting, if my sister and I were constantly fighting, yeah, you better use something else because that's not a thing. Because Aaron and Keegan don't fight. If my sister and I were constantly fighting, there would be physical repercussions. I remember one time washing the dishes, and my sister slammed my slammed me in the stomach with a drawer and dropped a cast iron pan on my hand, and I turned around and slammed the glass on the counter to, and told her to knock it off 
the glass shattered in my hand, and my dad came in and slammed our heads together and kicked us with his steel-toed boots on. He didn't give a shit that I was bleeding all over the place because that was something I did to myself. He didn't care that I was... I had a broken hand because she dropped a pan on my hand. He didn't care that I got hit in the stomach. He didn't care what was going on. He just didn't want to hear it anymore. Oh, yeah. Guys all want the same thing. Peace. Bill Cosby told you what they want. Peace. Silence. Silence. So he he didn't give a shit about any of the feelings. What was going on? Shut the fuck up. Do the dishes. Silence. I don't want to hear another goddamn word coming out of this kitchen until the dishes are done, and then get out of my way. Silence. It's a guy thing. And that's pretty much how it works now. Like, I told you to do this, you didn't do this, crack, go do it, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's their form of discipline. But that's most people's form of discipline. I had a kid on Thursday. Around the world. That is the, that is Listen, it. Listen, I had I have not seen this shit in so long, and I'm sure it happens all over the world. I'm sure it happens every day. But I have not seen this shit in so long. This child did something, he missed a point on a, an exam or something, and he said, I'm gonna go to a timeout. I looked at him and he walked over and put his face on the fucking wall. I was like, wait, what? One, you're too old for a timeout. And two, get off the damn wall and go sit down. But I used to have to go and stand at the wall with my nose on the wall for hours. What is Why? That was part of their punishment. For? Whatever I did. I don't know what I did. Where? My parents and my grandparents. Oh. My, not my not my grandparents. I mean, standing in the corner was But my mom's fun. parents. I mean, they used to do the stand in the corner thing. For hours? Hours? No. Hours. But in, in, I mean, I don't know what standing in the corner for hours does for anybody. But the, especially if you want somebody to do something, they can't get it done if you're making them stand in the corner. There would be but four the, of us lined up on the wall. But we, but I mean, when I was young, I remember it, as what punishment was in school <laughs> again. Punishment was, you know, go stand in the corner. You couldn't, you, basically you were not being allowed to interact with anybody around you and you had to stand there quietly and you had to just think about what you did wrong, which was, which was normal it's Normal like parents for a lot of parents. Yeah, might happen to me. Go to your bedroom and think about what you did wrong. But what if you don't know what you did wrong? No, you know. You know. Not always. See, that's just it. That's the thing. I think that's the piece that your parents did not do. You yeah. didn't know why you were being punished or whatever because yeah, you but- said it. You were being punished or disciplined for things, but you had no reason to be disciplined. That's not discipline. That's abuse. That's not the same thing. But I have friends. I have a friend that has five kids. And she would send her two-year-old to their bedroom. Sorry, but doing that now means nothing because all the fun stuff that you do is in your room. Yeah, that's not true. It is true. Because when I was young, this fun shit would get taken out of the Oh, room. yeah. And oh, be, you'd yeah. be in there with a bed. With a it, Maybe. That's the difference. When my brother slammed the door too many times, my mom took that shit off the hinges. And it was so funny when they, when he said that shit in blackish. Because that's what happened. Yeah, they take you it sl- off. You slam that door one more time, you will not have a door. Guess what? My mom took the door off the hinges. Yeah. No. 
I'm telling you, it's just certain things that you just, uh, it just don't happen. I look at stuff, I have this, like this double side. So there's the, the initial, you little motherfucker, what'd you say? Um, How come we gotta always result to motherfuckers, man? Because that's sometimes it's just why? The best. why? Fuck is the most versatile word in the English language. No, no, no. Sometimes you just gotta know, use it. I said motherfuckers. You always get into the motherfuckers. Because sometimes it's words. That ain't nice. That ain't nice. That ain't good. Sometimes it's not about being nice. Anyway, that side of me is not nice. Mm-hmm. She is pretty mean. Mm-hmm. But then there's the 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 educated professional. I know that they can't understand, and I know blah blah blah. Educated and they war at each other because there are times when I'm just like, take your little ass over there and sit down. And I have this in my classroom now, which I've never had before, and I've been teaching for a very long time, where I give a direction and the students want to talk back. And in my brain, I hear my mother and I fear for the day that she comes out. No, but isn't that isn't but see that that is the problem I think we have right now. Is that is what we've been teaching the kids they're supposed to be doing. They're supposed to question authority. They're supposed to let their feelings be heard. They're supposed to do what you just told Aaron. He was he shouldn't have kept it to himself. He should have told somebody. He should have. Okay, all of those things, when you line them all up, you end up with the kids that you have right now. When you say that. That's what you're saying you want. The problem is that is not what society wants. Society does not want a group of people that behave that way all the time because that means that you, when you get Trump in the White House, everybody wants to complain about having Trump in the White House. It's like, no, you voted for him. He won. He didn't win. He did win by the rules of elections in America. If you don't like him, change him. I say change. But it doesn't matter. He won by the way that every other president has won. Yeah, Russia. So every other president has won the same way. Misinformation, bad information, uh, smearing the other side, and getting the electoral college. That's how every president has become president. Okay? So, that's irrelevant. The, The point here is... You can't sit around whining about it now. You don't like it? Don't vote his ass back in. I'm just saying that is that is the problem that we have today. That's why you have people like Bill Maher who can't go to a particular school because they don't want to have anybody say anything that they don't want they don't agree with before they ever get there. It's like, but that's the purpose of school. You're supposed to get Challenge. opposing <clears throat> views and challenges to your ideology. That's the why you went to school. If you didn't go to school for that, then you went. You should have just picked a trade school where you don't do any of this liberal arts type of right. education. So we are. We have created this. We have allowed some as people a, have as allowed a culture. this world to exist so that people have a voice, are giving a voice to the voiceless. The problem is, I think we've gone too far, and oh, then absolutely. we've also not gone far enough in other places. That's why R. Kelly is still around. Yeah. You see what I mean? So we've gone too far in one sense. If you're middle class, everybody should listen to you. Mm-hmm. But if you're poor, if you're black, if you're a woman, yeah. if you're Hispanic, if you're anything outside of you know the Trump's America, yeah. then all of a sudden you are you know, we have to treat you with skepticism. We have to not go down that road for you. But anybody else, oh, we have to take care of that person. 
And that's what we're, that's what we've allowed. And that's why when Bernie Mac was right, you know, you can't have these punk ass parents. It's, it's the parents that have allowed this stuff. Yes, yes. And then like, with this one particular student who always talks back, always, and it's never anything like, why do I need to do this? It's always, I don't want to do this or I don't have to do this or blah, 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 blah. But, and that's where I have a problem. But when another student says to me, Mrs. Farr, why do we have to write our name at the top of every page in our notebook when our name is on the outside of the notebook? Then I can answer that question. I don't have a problem being challenged in that type of way. Because I see that as, well, this is what they've asked you to do. Now I'm asking you because I've been told this is what you're supposed to do. I think it's pointless as well, but this is what the, the rules are. I can give them that information. And the kid's like, oh, all right. So they write their name. The other one doesn't matter what I say. It only matters what they say. It only matters how they feel. It only matters what they want. And that's the problem that parents are having right now because they they see this. Um, oh, I wanna I wanna give Johnny the freedom to be his own person and blah 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 blah. But what they're not, not seeing is the future that they're creating. Yeah, but see, that's a, I, that's the thing. Somebody said this earlier. You know, it's this idea. One parents parents as friends. Never, no, never works. no, never, never. If you think you're gonna be your child's friend, you full of shit. It ain't gonna happen. And you, you are. Know, it's just not a thing. You're a bad. Because you can't be. You can't be a. You can't be the the <coughs> last voice in following rules and be the friend at the same time. I couldn't even do it well, and most people can't. Being just a drum major in a high school band. No, you can't. You had your friends before you became drum major. And yes, you were still their friend. But basically, you had to get those people on your side. Mm -hmm. Because if they were in any way not on your side, then they became enemies, like, in a day. Yep. And you couldn't tell them, yes, you got to go run with your section. You got to go run around the field five times because your section is fucking up. And then all of a sudden, they're looking at you like, but you're my friend. It's like, it doesn't matter. I, this is my job in this, this is my role. Yeah. Your role is to do what I say. Your section is not doing what it's supposed to do. Start work, start running or do them push-ups yeah. or whatever. And that, that is just a part of, a part of being the one who has to meet that out. It's kind of like being a police officer in some cases. Mm-hmm. Being an off-duty police officer, you have to look at people and be like, look. If I if the uniform's on and I'm and I'm working, this this ain't gonna fly. Right. Ain't, I can't I can't let that go. You know, you you can't do this. Yep. Now you might give some helpful advice, but when then you come in the situation and yeah, let's put the cuffs on. It's time to go because yep. you knew you knew you know it was you know that kind of thing. But parents are in that position. You cannot. You can. You can be a strict disciplinarian and loving at the same time, mm-hmm. but you can't be a friend and a strict disciplinarian at the same time. Nope. Because you're going to be trying to get them back as a friend over and over and right. over because you're going to keep making them angry because they're going to want to do something that you're going to be telling them that they can't do. Yep. It's like, no, stop that. Please stop that. You're never going to be your child's friend. Mm-hmm. Stop doing it. And if you are, you're a terrible parent. Yeah. So absolutely. you need to pick one. Yep. Be the friend or be the parent, but 
please don't try to do both because as soon as you do, you're going to you're going to make the child dysfunctional because they're never going to learn what parenting is. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have kids, and then they're going to be coming to you saying, what do I do in this situation, grandpa, grandma? And you're going to be sitting there going, I don't know what the fuck I need to do. I was your friend. Right. Yep. You know? And and all of a sudden, if you do that over a couple generations in any country, that country ain't going to work no more because no. nobody's going to work for anybody else. I used to have friends in high school tell me how cool my mom was and how she was so cool they wanted to hang out with her. And after... I moved out of my parents' house. Some of my friends would go and hang out with my mom. But I that wasn't something I ever wanted to do. She was my mother. She wasn't my friend. Whereas they looked at her as their friend. My mom would smoke weed with them. They could drink at her house. You know, they knew that they would be safe there. They would they could stay the night, whatever they wanted to do. But that was never something it was even an option for me. But shouldn't have been. But I remember my parents saying, if you want to do drugs, if you want to smoke, if you want to drink, come to us first because we'll make sure you're safe. And I thought, what? But my friends did it. Whereas me, I was like, I'm not doing that shit because my mom and dad had flipped the fuck out. I'd probably get beat, right? No, if they told you that they're going to be safe. Aaron, you didn't grow up in my household. I got beat for shit that I didn't even fucking do. Double standards, man. My brother cut the drapes up one time with a pair of scissors he found in my sister's backpack. And I got beat for it because I should have been watching him. I was seven. I'm telling you. You're describing... Abuse. You're not describing discipline. But... You're describing abuse. And I think that's what you need to make that you need to make that distinction. Well, where I, was the discipline? Where was the but I think that's, where was the line? There the line is so blurred when you hit your children out of anger and frustration. You are abusing your children. You are not disciplining. No, that's not true. It is true. That's not true. Okay, how many times have you seen a mother or a father who's pissed off and start wailing on their kids? Mm-hmm. Is that discipline or abuse? Discipline if the child did something wrong. Regardless if no, they did something it wrong. It doesn't matter if the person is angry or not. That's, you're does. trying to make a difference that, oh, I'm supposed to be calm. I'm supposed to be, what, zen while beating my child? No, it's not this. I, I'm not going to raise my hand to my child and be calm at the same time. I have. The reason that I am getting, I have gotten to the point where I am now swinging at my child is probably going to be anger. It's not because you deserve it. It's anger. But so many parents, that's their first instinct is to hit them. And they're angry. And they're angry. And but frustrated. They, but they, have, whatever. as adults, they never learned how to control their anger. Okay, so. And so now they're teaching their child. Not to control their anger. Not and to start control it. Just that start hitting them. Hitting that, hitting that ass, man. Whoop, pow. Pia. And I think because maybe, maybe because I'm such a control freak. Because I am a huge control freak, that I don't allow my anger to control me in that fashion. Because I, it's dangerous. That's nice. I could kill somebody and not even realize what's going on. Yeah, no. You're, but you're basically protecting yourself from yourself. But I'm protecting others from myself as well. But I mean, I'm telling you, the, this the idea, this problem that we have of discipline in side of families is colored by so much more than uh, the, the event 
the precipitating event, the, the, the person and their feelings, the child and their feelings, and then the moment. It's way more going on there. Okay. I get it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you got culture, you got history, you've got family, you've got, got all of this stuff met. going on at that moment. And some people, some people, I mean, it's, I think one of the best things that we ever came up with was count to 10. Don't make a move. Just think about it and count to 10. Yep. Like just, just breathe for a moment. Yep. Just take and a then, breath. And then come up with something to do that. Think about what you felt like you were going to do. Yep. And come up with something a little bit better. Or go do that thing. See, that's just it. There's always got to be the... It's, it's like when we ask people questions and we don't expect them to ever say no. There's always got to be yeah. that thing that allows us to say, yeah, he needs his ass beat right yeah. now. Yeah, it, that, 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 that's the right course. That's what we're going to do. And I, and I thought about it. And yes, because yeah. I, remember, I remember times where it was you got sent to your room waiting for an ass woman. Right? You're waiting for uh, oh, the no. spanking or whatever. And you're sitting up there waiting. What were the parents doing at that time? You never thought about that as a my child. My parents were smoking a joint. No, but I'm saying, okay, other parents. Because my, my parents, parents have never, I don't even know if my parents ever smoked joints. But, but that's think my of mom it, and dad the, I, the idea is, was that the timeout phase? Was that the time where they were like, you know what? They need to I was take about, I was about to kill this little motherfucker. Like, <laughs> you know what? Why can't you motherfucker? Me, but I can't motherfucker. Because I say it right. Um, <laughs> what? But, I didn't say motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. You're like halfway there. But anyway. I'm still white, Aaron. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have that, that semi-ale. I don't have the stank on it. But uh, the, a, lot of, a lot of that time may have been them backing away from the situation, thinking about it for a minute. But when they came in that room... It was, still a, it was still well it was still a spanking. It was still that was that was the thing that was gonna be done. And the child knew it. I mean, how many times you hear about or experience you do something out there, John the friend you're with gets in trouble at their house. Oh no, and you're with them and then, and then you have to go home, but you know that that phone call is gonna happen on the way home, and when you get home. That's your ass, Mr. Postman. Assume the position is the, what I heard. Well, I'm just saying. The minute I walked in the door. You know what you did. Assume the position. We ain't nothing to talk about. You know what you did. You know what you know what Johnny getting right now? You know what you did. You was with his ass, weren't you? Yep. Assume Why the you break the window? Why didn't you go in there and tell him you broke the window? Why didn't you take responsibility for it? Blah, 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 blah. All that stuff don't need to be said because you know what you did. Assume the position. Pow! That's what comes next. So, what are some things that we can t- say to new parents or to parents who are struggling with their kids about discipline? Beta. Aaron, honestly. Yes, you do. I'm being honest. Aaron, you do. I think we already have one of them. We already have one of those. That's why I'm trying to figure out why we're talking about this. Aaron, honestly. See, you keep bringing everything back to this, and this isn't the problem. The problem is not ever getting here. Not ever getting to the point where you need to beat your child. That's where the problem is. And that's what most parents don't realize. When they're little, when they're babies, and they go and they smack you in the face. And you're like, he is so cute. You fucked up. 
punk ass parents. It's it's in those moments. It's 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 uh, watch the Bernie Mac show. He talks about this shit all the time, where it's this idea of being intolerant to bad behavior. I we see, tolerate bad behavior. We do. Not only do we tolerate it, but we encourage it. So you see these viral videos of the little girl cussing and swearing. Man, I don't watch those videos. I don't watch those videos. I see like 10 seconds and I'm done. That's it. I see, oh, cute little girl. And I push play and I, and I hear the first bitch come out of her mouth. I'm mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Because when we ex- when we ex- accept that type of behavior... You have now sent her down a path of getting her ass whooped for the rest of her life. Yes, but that's I don't think you've sent her down a path. You've allowed, you her, allowed her to start down that path. Well, some, like I watched a video. See, see, that's where you're wrong. 12 right, right seconds. There, right there. 12 I, seconds of the I dad. I watched the video. The dad was encouraging the child to talk to his girlfriend, calling her a bitch and a hoe, and, a, and I was like... Why would you even watch this? I saw 10 sec, 12 seconds. That's of 10 seconds too long. It's 12 seconds too long. You know that most videos start out for me with no sound. Yeah. Well, I... Because <laughs> I, I don't want to hear it. I did watch it with no sound, but it was just the little kid laughing and, and talking in the back of the seat. And so I put the sound on and I heard him say, shut the fuck up, bitch. See? And I was like, whoop, I'm done. And all I could think of was that father has now taught his son, this not even two-year-old child, how to talk to women, how to talk to adults, how to behave around adults, and that they think it's funny, so he should continue that. Of course. Why do we do what we do is when we get positive feedback from those around us, we keep doing it. Right. And for maybe for them and for that for that father and son, maybe that is normal in their world. I'm maybe. Okay, so then he's passing along, and this is what we all do: passing along what what that child needs to know in that world. See, I think the problem is, as parents, we're a lot of. But they aren't going to live in that world all their nah, life. No, but they might. Though. They go to kindergarten. That's, no, no. They but that, that kindergarten is in their community. They are in that world for the rest of their lives. But how many people do you know that lived in Grand Rapids and never been to the lake? Lots. They never left their block. They had never gone anywhere. So don't don't act like people don't stay where they are. Because a lot of people, I'd say more people stay where they are than the people that leave. Yeah. The people that go and find out new ways and new ideas. Yeah. And yes, if for for our kids to live and be successful, just staying at my mother's house. For the next 20 years, there are things that they have never been taught about that world. That's true. That's absolutely true. So, to survive in that world, they have to be taught those things early because they would have gone to different schools. Mm -hmm. They would have dealt with different students. Mm -hmm. They would have dealt with different teachers. They would have dealt with different expectations on the street, walking here and there, or going to the park. All the things that would have been there would not have been... have not needed to be there. And that's why they didn't have to deal with all of those things. But that father knows where he is. And he knows what he's teaching his son. And he knows that bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. You see what I mean? If that's the mentality that you have, then then what do you teach your son? Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. You see? Mm Mm-hmm. 
If that's the world you are from and that's what you want your child to stay in. Now, maybe that child makes different choices as they get older and they say, you know what, I don't really want to be like my dad or I don't want to live this way or I don't find this as good anymore or whatever. Now you're talking about the child's choices, right? right. You're but the child has has the choice to make. Yeah. But I, I a lot of what we do is to keep go keep going through the generations, whatever it is we dealt with, yeah. whatever it is we came up with, whatever was done to us. Mm -hmm. I always say parents are great at destroying their children. Absolutely. Um, From day and, one. And, and it, it's true. We do it. We do it in lots of different ways. And and sometimes it's not intended, but we still do it. With, if you talk to your kids, maybe you're able to understand more about what they're going through in the moment. You can help them through it. But sometimes a lot of parents are just not equipped to have that conversation. Right. Nobody's had it with them. Yep. They, they don't know how to talk to, say, a nine-year-old or mm -hmm. ten-year-old. Mm -hmm. They don't know what buttons to push with their own kids, but their kids know what buttons to push with them. Right. So I, I think being a, for parents, you got to be attentive to your child. Yes. But then you also have to be attentive to all of the other stuff of the world around the child. Yeah. And then constantly, and it's constant, you're constantly showing them how to navigate their world in a more effective manner because the, their examples are going to be children their age. Yes. And so then they don't really know, nobody knows what to do, <coughs> but they all know that they're going to, you know, Johnny said and so-and-so said and this person said and this guy has an older brother and they said and they're taking all this information in, but they don't ever know what is going to be good for them. Right. But you as a parent may know, but you've got to open up those lines of communication way early, like way before they ever get to kindergarten. Oh, absolutely. You've got to open that up so that they do come to you and say, what is this thing? What are breasts? Right. You know, what, what, is, what does it mean to not, to not, we, I don't make love, I just have sex. What does that mean? Right. And, and as a four-year-old, five-year-old asking this question, okay. yeah, guess what? You now have to have that talk. You need to have that conversation with that child because they're getting it from somewhere. It's coming in from somewhere. Yeah. Somebody is talking about it. And if you don't want them to have misinformation, you've got to give them the correct information. Yep. Yeah. And developmentally appropriate. Yeah, but that, You can't say. But that's the problem, though. You're now jumping into a whole nother yeah, world yeah, 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 because yeah. most people would never know what is developmentally appropriate for their child. Just like me and the middle finger thing. Yes. In school, some kid flipped the middle finger to someone else and I walked around like for 10 minutes like, what does this mean? And <laughs> my middle finger to, to my friends because I never even knew what it is like. And they're sitting there laughing about it because they probably... They know what it means. Know. But it's them, and then I'm sitting there like, what does this mean? When and I was told, don't do that. But then no one ever, mommy told me, you know, what it meant. I was like, oh. Okay. Yes, but the part that you didn't see was the teacher who called, the teacher who told you not to do that. He was mortified, first of all, that Aaron was doing it in the, the lunchroom and and there was a mom who was visiting, and she saw it, and of she... Of all the things to be mortified about, that ain't one of them. And 
he calls me and he's like, Karen, I have to tell you what happened. I don't want you to be angry. And I'm like, all right. So he starts telling me and I start laughing. Stop telling parents that you don't want them to be angry because as soon as you say something negative about their child, they get angry. Right. So he he's telling me this whole situation, and I know that my son does not know what this means because it's not something he's ever seen. Not from his parents or anyone near, around him. Because I ain't going to put up a middle finger. I'm going to say, fuck you. Oh, yeah. sorry. Thank you. Excuse me. Pardon me. So, <laughs> so, um... So he's telling me and I'm laughing so hard and I'm like crying and laughing so hard. And now he's laughing because I said to him, he didn't know what it meant. He thought, because Aaron kept saying, no, it's a Buddha finger, which is a uh, thing in, in Kung Fu. And, and Aaron was totally confused and had no idea. And he kept asking people, what does it mean? What does it mean? And all the kids were like, ooh, you're doing a bad thing. Ooh. And... So when Aaron came home, I said, so what happened at lunch? And he told me everything. He wasn't afraid that he was going to be punished because he knew that he could talk to me without fear. And a lot of the kids can't do that with their parents. Nope. I had <laughs> There was a day when a teacher came to me at pickup and said, um, Karen, Aaron said the F word. And I'm like, really? Are you sure? And she said, oh, I'm sure. I had two kids come to me and say it. I said, okay, I'll take care of it. So I went to the classroom where Aaron was waiting for me, and I said, um, so, dude, what'd you say? And he didn't say, I didn't say it. He didn't say anything like that. He was like, how do you know already? And I told him. The teacher told me. And what happened? Tell me what happened. So he explained the situation, and I said, okay. You know everybody's falling asleep. You can't story, right? say this. Then this is why you can't say this. And if you choose to say it, this is what you have to do in order to be able to say it. He didn't fear me telling me the truth. And the, a lot of times when parents hit their kids or yell at their kids and don't listen to their kids, the kids don't talk to them. No. And they lie. And they, you know, hide. and Yeah, because you, you're taught at the very beginning... Don't let me catch you. Right. And don't bring, don't let anybody tell me you did anything wrong. Don't, don't get caught. Right. So Don't get caught. You, you are teaching them not to do the behavior. You're, you're teaching them not to get caught for the behavior. Hell yeah, don't get caught. You don't get caught, you don't go to jail. No blood, no foul. It's true. I would say the, the, the main takeaway is start in the beginning. Don't wait till they're three. Wait, don't wait till they're four. Don't wait till they're five. Start the day they're when born. When they're in the belly. I used to say to Keegan all the time when I was pregnant with her, I understand use your patience because she'd kick me or she'd hit me or like move around and, and nudge and whatever. I was hungry. She was hungry. I would say, I understand use your patience. And people used to look at me like I was crazy, but it wasn't for her. It was for me. It was to remind me that I needed to be patient because she's a little, a little being. She, she's just going on instinct. But I had to remind myself to be patient. And they used to think I was talking to her, but I wasn't. Self-control. I, I was talking to myself. I understand you're frustrated. I understand you have to pee. I understand you're hungry. But use your patience. We're almost finished. That's what parents need I like to do. I like how you want to have a little... 
a little ending. You gotta have a little a little funny anecdote to tell everybody, and like the the news does have a little funny story for everybody. Please don't do that. I'm just joking. Um. Yeah, see, you said that, now she's thinking. <laughs> I know, it's not I'm not actually story. thinking like no. two guys. I'm sorry, that this this process is a, what, 30-year process? Yeah. And you're, if you're at, if your child is at, like, what, 10, you got a long way to go. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't, um, if, <laughs> if the child is 10 now and you haven't done anything Prior to now, my suggestion, seek help. Yep, professionals. Have someone that can not only... It's kind of like what we do with when, when a person gets a, a, a dog. The dog has a certain uh, life before they saw you. Unless they were like part of a litter that, of a dog that you had. That dog had a life before you. They had experiences before you. You've got to learn the dog. But you've got to learn how to train the dog. So you have to have someone train you and train the dog that understands both of you. Mm -hmm. And then you can now train the dog. Yep. Well, that's what you need. You need a mediator when dealing with your 10-year-old. Yep. Who now is not doing things because, it's like I said, it all centers around school. Something is happening in school. They're recommending blah, blah, blah. And then now you've got to deal with this. But you're not equipped. Yep. If you're in that case, if that's you, and you really don't know what to do next, and you're saying, professional help. Yes. Please don't put your kids on drugs, because no, all you're telling them is that drugs work, yep. and drugs are good, and this is your brain on drugs, and you feel better. Yep. So don't, that's not really the message that you want, but unless they have a real issue, a real chemical issue, but if they don't, and they're just... Acting like children, because I, I used to say that all the time. People say, oh, how do you deal with children? It's like, because they're children. Right. They're, they, they're not doing anything that they're not supposed to be doing at this age. They're doing all the things that they're supposed to be doing. You just don't like it. Mm -hmm. And you don't know what to do about it. Yep. And you don't know how to talk to them or, or get them to see that what they're doing is detrimental to them. Yep. It's one thing that is missing here in Mexico. Yep. But the idea is you got you know your child. But you don't know how to reach your child anymore. Yes. So, find someone who does. Yep. And it could be a teacher, but sometimes you better find a good teacher. But if a lot of times it's going to be, what, a psychiatrist? A child development specialist. Somebody like that, that, that can step back from your emotions and see the situation for what it actually is. And then give you concrete ways of how to deal with that person and and make them understand that's that's going to be your way. That's going to be your way out of that situation. And then you keep it going for the rest of their lives. And, and I wouldn't say that <clears throat> teachers are always valid advice givers because a lot of teachers don't have kids. Yeah, they're and not they're not good at they're not good at They can give you the book stuff. Sometimes. But they can't give you the real life Day in, day out. But even if that, I would say even if they have kids, they're not sometimes good at it because they're going through the same stuff you're going through and or, have been going through. Or they're afraid of what they can and cannot say based yeah, on that's a policy, yeah, that's, law. That's, that's a whole other problem. That's a whole different issue right. because basically if you have state policies that go against teachers helping their 
students, parents deal with the student and you have policies against that, you then have to ask yourself, should we even have these policies right. in place? Because that doesn't make any sense. Because the teacher is there with your child more than you are in a day. I, I, I see them more than you do. Yep. I'm with them for more yep. hours in a day. I know what your child, I know your child has been crying all day long. Yep. And you don't. Yep. And so maybe, maybe you should talk to those teachers but you also need to learn, how, like, what do I do when I get home? Right. And that conversation, maybe that conversation happens with a, a different type of professional that is outside of both systems. Right. That's I, I had, I had a mom recently come to me and say, I, I spank my daughter when she doesn't do her thing and she blah, 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 and it's not working. What can I do? Well, I know her daughter pretty well. I know how to get to her. And so I gave the mom some suggestions that didn't involve striking the child, but that actually hit her where it hurts. See, you're still talking about hitting. Take her iPad away. You're still talking about hitting. Take her time away with her friends. Americans in their worst. Take away her devices. Don't let her listen to the music that she wants to listen to. Those are, those are valid consequences for the things that she was doing at her age. But in this culture, they say just beat, beat them. But it wasn't working for this kid. We just had a meeting with the mom on Thursday, the mom and dad on Thursday, and they have said that her behavior has drastically changed at home. Her behavior has drastically changed at school. But because they haven't hit her since November. All they're doing yeah, is but I don't following think, up on like, consequences like, yeah, because I, that's what works I'm, with that kid. I'm sorry, but but taking away... It's just like in, in what we see today. Don't take hitting off the table. You might sit it to the side. You might find other ways, but you never take it off the table. It's always there. As soon as Aaron jumps up and thinks he's so smart, and he get, trust me, one time. It won't take but one. And then his his his... Mine will be changed. Stop threatening our child. This is not a threat. This it's is a, a freaking promise. It's not a threat. It really isn't. I can be crippled, blind, crazy. I will jump up out of that wheelchair so fast. Trust me. Swinging. See? You know. Anyway. Crippled, blind, and crazy. Mm-hmm. One of the best kind of women to get. Anyway. What? Blind, crippled, and crazy, man. Happy marriage for 18 years. Blind, crippled, and crazy. You got anything else for the people today? Because you didn't even do your questions. I did do one. That's it? Discipline? Discipline. Can we not talk about discipline anymore? Because, sure. you know, it, it's boring now. Okay. Next. We have another podcast where it's beta, don't we? I think we do. You just are fixated on this this issue because it never changes. Like, of course, it doesn't change because it works. It does. Mm. See, <laughs> people have found a way to make that work for them. They, you want to you want to change this, the paradigm, but that just doesn't work culturally speaking. Hear, in all across the world, if I hear one more again, if I got beat and I'm okay. That's right. 
I'm okay. You motherfucker, you're not okay. I'm okay. You hit a small child. You're hitting someone. You act like that. People get hurt by hitting small children. You? Why would I harm someone (laughs) that I'm supposed to love? Why would I physically harm? What what, what is it that they used to say? I beat you because I love you. Motherfucker, you don't love me. You want to control me. I beat you because I love you. Lies, them lies. Hey, you ever hear that shit? Walk away. How do you walk away when you're about to get beat? I know. I beat I you because because as soon as you walk away, that means more beating. I wish a motherfucker would. I and wish and, and running away is a bad idea when you're about to get whooped. Oh, don't do that. See, <laughs> I'm sorry. There is no getting away from the beating, especially if you have long hair. When the beating is coming, just take the beating, man. You're talking about a child, not a woman. Or no, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about a child. I'm talking about a mom is standing there with the belt. Just take the beating. Don't don't put your hand back there. Don't, don't put your hand back belt. there. Don't put your hand back there. Don't hang it. And, 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 and just take it. Cry. Cry. Cry it out. Cry it out. Walk it off, man. Walk it off. I still have belt marks on my back. I'm 44. I'm just saying. Because what happens when you put your hand back there, the beating gets longer. And your hand hurts. And, and then you have to go when do you try to get away, to try to run away, try to you know, no. It's like getting it's snapped never, with the towel. It's never gonna, it's never gonna work out well for you because you gotta go home. I remember hiding on the top of a bunk bed once, trying to hide from the belt, and she didn't stop. She just kept. Hide on the top of a bunk bed. I was five. I thought. Yeah, please, why would you go high if you went? I mean, that's just a bad tactic. I I was five. I don't care how old you was. I was you can always be pulled down. Do you realize that every? Me. Do you realize that everything on the bed slides? I, she couldn't even reach the mattress. Me. She couldn't reach me. Yeah, she could. I put the Boom. pillows over me. No, no. And see, thought, see, oh, I can protect no, myself. No, and then I got bad, hit in the cheek. But well, then you learned a good, you learned a valuable lesson. Yeah, don't run. Don't run from the belt. Don't you run from me? I got hit in the cheek. I had a big old Take welt for three days on my face. Wasn't that Sinbad? I think that was Sinbad mm-hmm. that said that. Yep. You got to get up on your Sinbad. All right. Is that it? Are you done now? Are you bet? Are you happy? Are you going to get us onto something that is more interesting to talk about? I have 45. Because I know, but you're, you're on top. Uh, you keep coming back to this one. I want something interesting, man. Kids in Tech is next week. Kids in what? That's the next one. I have to do some I research think, yeah, for the first you, one. You, you know what? Real life health for special needs kids. Okay. Not a high special needs children, okay. but. I think you need to have more interesting topics. I have one, a lot. This one you have run into the ground. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it off the take list it. right now. No, you just need to highlight it and say it's done. Done today. Put the date next to it. All right. I'm sorry, people. Miss Seeley told you. Mm-mm. Be down. All right, if you want to find the Traveling Farge, you can find us on the YouTube, the Facebook, the Pinterest, the iTunes, and the Spotify. I think we're actually on something that is Google, too, now. Google Play? I think I think you might be able to find us there, too. Blueberry has something with the Google, with the Spotify, and I think you might be able to find us so on the Google Play thing. So just just check it out. You might I think it because I when you go to Blueberry, it says subscribe and it has Google. So I think we might have to add that on there. But I think I think the traveling farce. If you like the Twitter and the Instagram, 
Traveling Fars. If you'd like to email, travelingfars at gmail.com. And the blog space, where hopefully I fixed all the problems with all the casinos, leaving all these weird comments, like 100 a day. TheTravelingFars.Blueberry.net. No E's in the blueberry. If you want to send us comments, send them to the Facebook or the Instagram, Instagram or the Twitter or the email. <coughs> Don't try to do it on the blog space because I disabled it because we were getting all kinds of spam from casinos. Only on one episode, which I reposted for you guys. Cues of the W. So does this mean we have to like change our name? We're not like Coffee Chat anymore. Now we're... No, we can. Bad kid chat. Bad kid chat. Bad parent chat. No, we'll okay, figure out. Something We've already done this. It's like, ugh. well, some of these we don't have. Well, then we need to get to them. Okay. Cause you know, look at him. Look how bored he is back there. So you won't, you won't look. I can see his face. You don't want to look. You can't see that screen. What are you talking about? I can't. I have new glasses. There's a screen below you guys that we always look at, and, and she can't see that. I can't, too. I can't even read the yeah, please. You can't even see your own face on that screen now. No, it looks You know weird. why? Because you, you have zebras, and your zebras, you're so bright. Mm-hmm. That's what the zebras mean. Okay. You're so bright. Because you are so bright. I know. I'm bright. so smart. Bye. Bye. All right. Say goodbye to the people. Go ahead, do you think? Go ahead, do you think? Come on, do it! Why not? I'm not doing the wave? I'm not wearing Sunday clothes, I'm not doing the wave. Yeah, Sunday clothes aren't there. Alright. Peace! Sunday clothes? Oh, he wants to, he only wants to wave to the blue. He wants to wave to Cam too. He's going to wave